Damn, the Shanester here, and boy, oh boy, do we have an amazing episode for y'all. Well, some of you may really enjoy this episode, some of you may not like this episode at all. However, I think you'll be entertained, or at least I hope you'll be entertained. We had a great time with our wonderful buddy, pal, amigo, compadre, Ian Bales Tales Bailey of Gardner's Logic. I call him Bales Tales because he would either bail on a very choice wave or bail on a surf sesh. No hard feelings, Bales. That's just how it goes. In this episode, Michael and I talk with Ian about the beginning of their budding friendship and playing music together, as well as my introduction to the group. We definitely spend a lot of time talking about a lot of nonsense, but we do talk about some important songwriting things, I think. I'm not sure. Two-thirds of this podcast got a bit hazy, so I hope you enjoy it. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in. If you'd like to help support the show, please click on the support link listed in our bio or also located in the episode description. Your support really, really, really means a lot. Oh, and at the end of the episode, we have a very special track for you to listen to. Okay? And as always, Shaka Bra. Welcome to the MAPS Podcast. I'm Shaney Shane, and across from me, Michael. Hello, Michael. Whoop, whoop. And today, we have a very, very special guest. I like your glasses. Thanks. His name's Ian Bailey, or as I'd like to call him, Bales Tales. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> that didn't sound very good. <laughs> A year later, he's out of his <laughs> his quarantine apartment. He's fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaxxed, and Double. I'm out. Out and about. Out and about. Doing the thing. In the world. In the world. Um, at least on Saturdays, I'm in the world. Today's Monday. Look at us. Look I, at you. We were just talking about it. Like This is vaccinated Ian is like the most spontaneous version of Ian <laughs> even pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> It's great because he has no like excuse. <laughs> I have no, no tales for my bales. You really don't have any singular excuse now that you're vaccinated. Like you can't say, "Oh, I don't really feel up." You haven't done anything for a full year. Yeah, you have to do something. You have to do almost everything. 
any opportunity that's given your way, you just have to be like, yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. I'm down. Right. What else am I going to say? Within reasonable circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing him back into his hole. Shane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Do you want me to go back in? Because no, the I cave is fucking comfy, bro. <laughs> I would never want that. I would never want that. He's got that. a fucking full organic mattress. He's Ooh. got a fucking organic beefy ass bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I have, Mike? A beautiful fiance. That is true. That is true. Whom Big I've event. known longer than he has. And I love that. Oh, wow. I was going to let that silence just go. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Bales Tales, singer of Gardner's Logic. And you guys recently demoed some work. I think we are always slowly demoing work. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like he sends me stuff and... Either I respond immediately or call him, or I don't respond, and he second guesses all of his songwriting and then uh-huh. texts me later. Did you see the way he just put himself on a pedestal? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. See it every day. Every day. <laughs> My dad called me an asshole the other day. It was very concerning. Was oh, it? Wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. for you? From, Pop, from Papa Scott. Wow. I got to know what you did. Yeah, it was, please. It was the funniest thing. It was in context of comparing me to a younger version of himself. He's like, just like chip off the old block. You know, you're, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Pops. No, it was in context, actually. Uh, Jimmy Hoo-ha. Of Big Monster uh-huh. stopped by. He's close with the family, hung out with my pops. And uh, for some reason, I walked away. And my dad's just like, Tell me how Mike really is. <laughs> and so he started fucking talking shit with Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was probably eye opening. <laughs> oh, I thought it was hilarious, man. <laughs> so good. But no, we need some more, some more context for the listeners. For the list, well, let's let's start from the beginning. How did you guys first meet? The cute so, couple you are. I wrote the best best man speech that went over all of that. Uh huh. But Mike can tell you. Yeah, we just this is post my wedding video. Um, did you post your wedding video? So, oh, did yeah, yeah. did you post your wedding video? No, but you have a link somewhere. Um, shout out Nick, you did a great job. But great job. Uh, we met in high school. Sophomore year? Sophomore year. P.E. Mr. P. Justice. Correct. Justice Ball. This fucked Justice up, Ball, this dude. This fucked up version of Dodgeball Ooh. that was real good. <laughs> it didn't make any That's sense. a great name, though. Justice Ball. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, no, but we were fucking little emo kids, oh. dude. We were like, you know, we had girlfriends, but we prefer, like, preferred to like hang out just us, mm-hmm. you know, in the hallway, mm-hmm. eating lunch. And See, like, for me, that was punk. That was that was punk. Oh rock. no, he had a bright eye sweatshirt and all this shit. <laughs> I, <did>. um, <laughs> I, I love that sweatshirt. <laughs> Still fit? No, I don't know where it is now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just kind of like broke down with music, and like he was in a band called One Hour Radio. What band was I in at the time? You were in Smokestack, and um, yeah, like totally different styles of music. Totally different. Like my band was. Full of fucking shitheads. Were those your first bands for you both? Yeah. That was my first like real band. Yeah. He was, I mean, you had the whole crowd experience. So I feel like there were so many 
bands within that, like when you guys were that young too. Yeah. You know, that it was like, yeah. 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 But I was like a huge legitimate fan of one hour radio. And so we were just kind of like bro down about other, other music, you know, fucking he's been trying for shit. 15 years to get me into Fugazi. And I finally, mm-hmm. you know, got into a, a few years ago and, yeah. and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and that uh, was still like the most fun. Dude, that was I'm a not, great I'm not set. like super into cover sets, but like that I was had awesome. a ball. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty, that was epic. Pretty dope. But, uh, yeah. And so we were friends through high school, you know, and, and I got a chance to play with one hour radio to sub out for our, our boy Parker. It was the drummer or something a couple times. And, and then that band disbanded, and then we started uh, the Counter Regiment, and that had Jimmy Claw on it mm-hmm. as well. And then uh, and our, this and you guys were at Edison. Yeah. yeah, we were at Edison. He ended up transferring after sophomore year to Huntington. Yeah, um, and then I was left over there, <laughs> and I I say that. Uh, I mean that I, I felt left over there. <laughs> it's like, see you, dude. Because all of our friends were over at Huntington. Yeah. Like, you know, he introduced me to all of his friends that he had in that music program. Your girlfriend at the time too was over there yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Literally, everyone was. I Huntington. drove her to school. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I went to Huntington's prom. Like, yeah. I didn't go to Edison's. I I had I had friends at Edison, like Parker and. Ryan. Uh, yeah, Ryan wasn't going there at that time. He oh, was, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very similar situation with Mesa and Estancia. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very much the same of like, oh, all my friends are fucking over there. And well, I'm, it's like it's like any like suburban Yeah, dual high school city. This whole fucking weird thing. But when you tie it into music, it, it kind of like, it's almost like... Uh, Oh, that music scene over there in that neighborhood, but it's kind of like tied to high schools just coincidentally because we had so much music going on in our high schools. Yeah, right. You know, there, I mean, yes, there was. I felt I I know there was music at, at Edison, and I know that our shared Adrian Sanchez was in <laughs> early bird special day. Yeah, but like in my grade in '09. I didn't know of anyone else doing music at Edison. Mm. Only the bands at Huntington. Right. You know, yeah. it was just a more active, I mean, you guys were like the, the art school. If there's an art artsier school, mm. yeah, it was Huntington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we started counter regiment, I think the year we graduated. So like that whole thing wasn't really a factor anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, and within the year, probably we recorded our first EP in my parents' backyard like scrounged together all my graduation money, bought a fucking Mo2 8 pre and a Focusrite Pro 40. So I had 16 channels of preamp and no shit. I think we actually started tracking with some borrowed gear from the high school. Yeah, we did before that. So we started demoing and I had like a Mo2 828. Well, was that when we did the uh, the now legendary amongst maybe five <laughs> people? Oh shit! What's it called? Seagull baby. Yeah, but what was the full title? I forget. <laughs> it's this terrible song. So long, they, Seagull they, baby. They, 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 they convinced me to sing a chorus, and it was fucking terrible. Uh, I still listen to it from time to time. <laughs> You're like, no, that was our peak. Um, we'll have to show you on the way home, oh, Shane. Maybe goodness. we'll put it as the yeah, outro can we song. Play it? The outro. Oh, let's put it as the outro song. Okay, uh, but see now, I want to know what Jimmy would say to that. <laughs> 
But uh, oh my goodness, yeah. So borrow gear, graduated, went in. Like we're trying to like finish this. Like our first EP. I had like I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but a terrible first like professional recording yeah. experience. And so um, this was the project where I was like all in. I'm gonna do it. I bought like uh, a Sennheiser drum mic pack where it came with like a 602 kick mic, which is still my go to kick mic. That same exact one. And like a couple uh, or a three pack of E six oh fours, those fucking clip on mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. mics, you know. And then I bought like a fucking forty dollar MXL condenser on Craigslist, and we had like one overhead. I remember that Craigslist deal. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And I was like a Craigslist whore back in the oh, day. Oh my god! But the conversations that you would have with some of the people, because I would always go with them as like backup, you know, as uh-huh. muscle. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because I'm such a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> And he would, he'd be like, oh, I'll be right back. And then I swear to God, Mike would be talking to these dudes for like two hours. <laughs> and then he'd be like, oh, man, that guy was so rad. And like, I'm sure it was a super rad experience. But as someone that was like, you Kramered me because you were like, oh, it'll, it'll be like 10 minutes. <laughs> it'll be 10 minutes. And then it was like hours later. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I remember guys, I don't know if you, I think you were with me. Some guy stiffed me like 20 bucks. Like he did the whole thing where like he handed me cash yeah, uh, and I walked back to the car and he was like looking like nudging his buddy like, dude, he didn't even fucking know. And then I was like <laughs> on the window like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> I counted out your fucking cash. I was like 18. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's the thing that's so. That's a lot. That's a lot of money at 18. Yeah. 20 bucks. 20 bucks is a lot at 18, but like just that's that was just it's like craigslist culture oh yeah it's so weird but anyway so we hustled this gear got the fucking record done and the funniest part i think about that whole record making process was it was in a 10 foot by 12 foot room um well actually two of the funniest instances i've ever had recording was this was the first time that we had recorded a song prior to having a scratch vocal like we didn't know about that process Uh, yet so we had this song where all of us, we finished the entire song ready for vocals and oh. every pre-chorus, we forgot one progression. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like three pre-choruses or something like oh that. My God. And it was like a fucked up rhythm. Like it was like not easy to edit. It wasn't like, a, you know, a, a ACDC drum beat or some shit like that. Yeah. And it's po- post hardcore. It was like, we had like, we we're like post rock band. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that was the first time I was like, I got to learn how to edit <laughs> and like fucking made it happen somehow. And we were shit to a click track then too. And like mm. nothing was gridded and it was just like, we made it happen somehow. But so we go through this whole process and I'm like, I think we're done tracking. But meanwhile, we hadn't had studio monitors the entire time. Mm-hmm. So I was like playing it through our, our rehearsal PA system. <laughs> or I had a set of like Sony 7506 headphones. It was like old school, yeah. you know, Sony mm-hmm. headphones. And literally we're like, oh shit, we got to mix the record now. And so I went on Craigslist, bought some fucking KRKs. And I was like, I need them now, dude. We, we already booked our CD release show. We hadn't even mixed the record yet. Like that was how committed we were. <laughs> so committed. <laughs> we still had to print the records, like the whole deal. Um, we had where, our, where, was the, where was the release show at? Uh, um, fucking Don the Beach yeah. Gummer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, how did we even swing that? Through APA, through the high school. Okay. So I, I got them to like give us a night. Uh-huh. And then we had the weirdest opening bands. We had the the first iteration of Hindu Pirates, I think. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then my ex-girlfriend's like, you know, Andrew's sister 
cover band yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And then the now church that I mix for, they wanted to come out and do a cover set and they hmm. ripped it. I mean, they were fucking like, but they were doing like Kenny Loggins stuff. Dude, <laughs> no <way>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucked up, dude? I don't remember it. Any of that. Yeah, because you're probably <laughs> fucking jerking yourself off in the not green room, getting pumped for your performance. Jerking myself off, huh? <laughs> sounds about right. That sounds about right. I'm in the mirror, just sense. like, oh yeah. yeah. I'm trying yeah. to get my Dirk Diglett moment, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so we uh, we finished that record, and I shit you not, probably six months later, Yeah, I sat them down. I've told this story on the podcast, too, at this fucking subway in Huntington Beach, and I was like, you guys ready to start a recording studio? <laughs> yeah, I think I was I was initially like I don't remember being very trepidatious about it, but I was like, yeah. And then Gary was kind of the one who was logical and was trying to figure it out. Yeah. While also, you know, you know. Oh, I know. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if our listeners know. Tell us more. What do you know? Gary wanted to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> Come on. Love you, Gary. No, so dude, we, were, we were fucking 19, dude. And it was this funny thing. It was like this, like, it was like a movie moment. Yeah. You know, like almost some, famous. Yeah, or something on a movie like Orange County. Honestly, Orange County. like it was like it's a great movie. Privileged kids trying to do a privileged thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to start our own recording studio. True. So this is the long-winded history of Ian is a founding member of MAPS. Mm-hmm. And he's here for the first time in a year. No, no, you've been here a little bit. Since, I've been but. here. <laughs> I've, I've been here uh, three times, I think, total. <laughs> I, that's the other fun thing about this, like, last year is I can count the amount of times I've, like... You don't even out. need to look back on the calendar. It's just, no, like... I'd be like... Yo, March 30th of last year, I went to Vaughn's <laughs> <laughs> and spent I, that's too a much lie. money that's on a canned lie. food. Did you? March 30th? Probably. I'll find the receipt. I'll I, feel like, I feel like that was already too late. I feel like you were already hunkered down. I think you panicked before I that. feel like <laughs> you were, before that. You were Shit. already hunkered down and you were already doing the, the instant delivery or whatever, Instacart. No, we weren't even doing Instacart yet because I was like, no, we were probably by March 30th, we were probably was- living on the canned food. <laughs> I remember, I remember like him hit me up and like I called him, like, hey man, you go surfing? He's like, oh dude, I'm trying to like get through this canned food right now. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm surfing. He's like, he's you, like, I can't go famine. surfing because no, no, no. I'm trying to get through this canned that food. That wasn't right even it. <laughs> the canned food did last. Uh, <laughs> Quite a, while, quite a while though. <laughs> That's good. I don't even think we got through the canned food before I was like, yo, huh? Instacart's a great idea. How do you think <laughs> you'll fare as a survivalist? Not very. Not very well. No. No. I feel like he's that guy that like this is like, I like hold on, sorry. The survivalist thing, uh-huh. I also think that that is a very uh, committed oh, group yeah. of people. Oh, and yeah. And those... Very specific dude, like, group of dude, people. I don't even have a fucking go bag. Like, <laughs> I'm not one of those people, but I'm like, a, oh, I'm going to panic, and I'm going to slide into the background, and I'm going to become <laughs> just 
a branch and uh, you're never going to know I'm there. And then that's how I'm going to survive. <laughs> that's how I was, exactly what I was going to say was like, somehow he's that character in walking dead that walks out of the whole thing. Yeah. Granted, be, I, I, I bailed Morgan. on that show a long time ago, but Morgan did that. That was when you were still watching. Yeah. He wasn't like, at least as far as I know, he wasn't like actively, but you wouldn't be fucking whooping zombie. Yeah, you gotta, ass. you gotta get your combat skills up for sure. Your stick skills. Right. Yeah. You're like a guy that would like accidentally step on the shovel that like triggered the crane to fall on the zombie, and you're like, I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I no, mean, I don't think you'd even be. I killed it. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Oh, hello. No, no, someone like for sure, someone else would praise me for the kill before like I would realize what I did. Uh huh. But also, thanks for the ego blow. <laughs> he is like that guy that like the minute you realize he bailed. Like, it's like the saloon doors are already swinging. Like, he's like, <laughs> fucking gone. Yeah. What's that called? I. What is that? Like an Irish goodbye? Well, oh, no, Irish, I'm talking French, about like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's multiple, <laughs> multiple European goodbyes. Any, any yeah. European goodbye. Uh-huh, pretty much, yeah. So We're needless to say, like, where the fuck to round up the history, because I got some more stories. All right. <laughs> Yes. Oh, uh, is, is this what oh, this is? Is this like recorded documentation? <laughs> is this like recorded All the things? To, to Let me start digging in my vault, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so we, so we opened maps together. Mm-hmm. We crushed a fuck ton of audiobooks together. We we started Gardner's Logic soon after. Did Gardner's Logic? Um, the first record, actually. No, we, we two did. Records. We did two EPs before the full length was even. Yeah. A concept. But we did the two the two EPs at Maps 1.0 over in Huntington. And then uh, the very first record we recorded in this building as now Maps, yeah. you know, post-Artisan's label, <laughs> um, was the, the last Gardener's full length. So, so. I, I, when did I meet you guys after the second EP? To tie it all in, uh-huh. we met Shane when Hank and her ponies... Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. You, wanna you guys opened for Gardeners, correct? Or yeah. was it the other way around? Uh, actually, I don't know. Okay. I really don't was know. Was it? But it doesn't matter. See, no, it does, though, because this will sound probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, was it during one of our residencies? No, no, no. no, it, was, no. it was at that Santa Anna clothing uh, store. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. 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 What, yeah, that secondhand clothing store. Yeah, I know the deal. Okay, so uh-huh. what I remember from that, which I probably shouldn't get into, but like what? How the guy stipped us on money? Yeah, I remember. Oh. Like I was, I was with Jimmy on that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Is it, it was, monster play, play too. Yeah. Well, Jimmy kind of uh, he was in on the booking. In. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So so uh, it's it's weird to talk about. Aaron out, with dude. him. No, it's not. I'm not airing anything out. It was it was one of those things where I remember like commiserating with him on like. What's going on? And then he was just, I remember a couple days later we were talking and he was like, yeah, I, I, we're not going to play there anymore. Like collectively. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, I'm with you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Even yeah. for us, I don't know whether we got paid or not. I was like, that place fucking sucks, dude. It's it was like, weird. It, there was, it was super weird. The first one weird was vibe. cool because it yeah. was like, but oh yeah, it's the different. bestest of friends. That's true. You guys, uh, so true. you guys met. That was the the. Soul. Well, you guys met there too. You just didn't give fucking Shane all the time of day. No, it really, I really didn't meet Ian yeah. until I didn't he meet was, you until I did Casa. for you. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was really it. I was too what, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just the setup. I didn't have anything to say. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah. so speaking of Casa, good, 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 good segue. So one of my favorite <laughs> fucking this is this is this is Ian as a survivalist. All right. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh, so I don't know if we had a residency there or not, but we played there frequently for some reason. And like 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 most bands, you know, I think at a certain point there's this weird discussion where you're like, should we all like step up our clothing game? Oh. Should we all like look uh, like yeah. like we're in a fucking band, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like there's always that weird Costumes. little thing. Kind kind of, of like, that's exactly what it is. No, it's, it's like it's, uniforms. Yeah, it's costumes. It's you're performing on stage, it's costumes. No, because you're we not trying. Try- look, look, look. Uh-huh. See, he's still trying to make about it because he still wants oh, this I to stopped. happen. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up any control that I had a long time ago. <laughs> but it was it was basically like put on your most dapper shit, you know? Yeah. And like we were all so indie as fuck that like I had like a tweed jacket, uh, you know what I mean? Like the whole deal. Oh, you did have a fucking yeah. tweed jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Casa is this little tiny. Well, it's not there anymore. It's called like donkeys asshole. Donkey D's. It's yeah. called Donkey D's. The yeah. gay bar. Oh, is it no. gay bar now? Yes. I'm in, dude. What? It's a fucking gay bar. Yeah. Oh, Hold I'm totally that, in. Hold not on. any derogatory sort of, uh, uh, you know. But it's like meaning. a big shift. You it's, know? A, it's a gay bar. Well, it went, it's called it went Donkey from, D's. It went from Avalon, the most like punk rock Wait, bar in is town. It really? oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, Avalon. We played yes. at Avalon yeah. as gardeners and then, a couple and then, times. And then, it, and then it was Casa, which was bougie fucking $15 cocktails. Super, yeah. Great cocktails. Great cocktails. Shitty sound. Should not have ever had bands in there. No. Looked like a library somehow. Well, even Avalon. It, Avalon, if... Yeah, but that, it, whole, but that whole place, as a punk rock bar, 100%. Yes. As no. any other kind of music, nope. No way. But now that it's a gay bar, I'm like, fuck yeah. Finally, this place gets it, some fucking I, love. Yeah, I hope so. Hell yeah. Dude, I thought it was still the other spot. No. and No. They got... But what and was the other spot called? I'm sorry. So West, West End, End is, is a different door. building. Yeah. That's a different building. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Strut, which is down the no, fucking Strut, street. Yeah. No, I remember Strut. Oh. I remember the whole thing. with, with The Lion's Den? Yeah, that's different. Oh, I yeah. I remember that. And that was like... Oh, sorry. I remember that. That five was Five different names... Well, anyways, Donkey yeah. D's. Get on whoever made that name up. Dude, for is it a fucking really called Donkey D's? Yes. Yes. That's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, so rad. That, and whoever did the artwork, the script, and the coloring oh, looks perfect. great. Yeah. But anyways, awesome. back when it was Casa, bougie cocktails. We came in looking dapper as fuck. For some reason, our load-in was way early before the oh, bar. Dude, because load-ins used to be at like four. And then yeah. even, even when I was kind of working there, I would still do like really early load-ins. <laughs> and it's so weird because it was just like there wasn't really a sound check. It's yeah. like a fucking tiny-ass room. You could yeah. barely turn on the PA before it was just going to blow everybody's heads off. And so it's me, Ian, and Vince. Mm-hmm. Vince Fung. We love him so dearly. Mm-hmm. Um and we're sitting there, and they had these old school, like martini glass racks, like yeah. on the top of the bar to where they were over your head, right? So they I would slide oh. them upside down. So we're all like sitting there at the bar, and um, what was his name? Jason, the bartender. Yeah, yeah. So Jason, cool as shit, made great drinks, so yeah. cool, and he was so nice. He was like yeah. a pretty Jason and Christina. I remember Christina. Yeah, yeah Christina. Yeah. I mean, they were. Like Jason in particular, I remember being kind of like a, a real supporter of us being there. Yeah. Uh, well, because like we would get there at fucking 4 p.m. Yeah, like we you were said. always professional. And 
Yeah, we would. He would always make it for me. Anyway, I remember that's still one of the best old fashions I've ever had. That oh, was yeah? like that this was like the drink we would. get. It was like it was that kind of place, like yeah. classic cocktails, like you know, like prohibition style stuff, you know. Yeah. And so, like our little dapper conversation really worked out well for the venue. Right. So we're sitting there. We actually just had a fucking sick photo. I remember it's still on. I think Instagram where we're all dapper at the bar, and we're like trying to promo the show. <laughs> and so we're sitting there. I'm literally taking a drink. I look up and I see all these glasses like shaking yeah. like they're going to fall off. I'm like, I mean, I know this building is janky. Is like this whole bar coming down right now. Like what's going on? And I was like, you know what? I think we're having an earthquake. And I shit, you know, I look over oh, to damn. Ian, whew, fucking gone. <laughs> Straight out the door, and that's when I because it it did have a swinging door, I think, I and I remember see seeing the door just like swinging, and he was fucking out. But did I go to the back patio or did I go out the front? No, you went out back. Okay. <laughs> just fucking gone, and I was just like, oh I was like, God. guys, I think we're at an earthquake. So we like right out the earthquake. I'm just sitting at the bar with these glasses shaking. Over I didn't my head. want to be near the glasses, and I was just like. <laughs> I was sitting there like, holy shit, just laughing my fucking ass off that Ian's <laughs> gone before I could even like acknowledge him. Yeah. And then I love you. I love your mother. I get outside. He's on the phone with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mom, are you okay? Mom, did you hey, make it? <laughs> hey, as What's Californians, as Californians <laughs> we've been waiting for the big one for, for a long time. 15, 20 years, something like that. I also, mean, that does show how, how, how I guess, poorly my memory is because I <laughs> also don't remember that very well. Well, I think I brought you in and gave you a couple more drinks after that. But uh, no, I'll never forget that because it's just like hilarious. But like, let's say it was the big one. He was fucking out calling his loved ones. He won. Yeah. Like, but like, it was just so funny. No, no, like, hey, Mike, we should go. Fucking gone. Just like looking he's, out for number one. He's John Cusack <laughs> in 2012. You know, like he's out. He's gone. He's got his limo. He's driving away. He's he's getting everyone important. Sorry, Mike, but you're not including that list. He's gone. I was, like, I was like, bro, you don't even fucking care about me. <laughs> I mean, really, how far was I going to get? Like, how far was I going to get? <laughs> I feel like you were out there calling your mom, waiting for the building. You're probably like, Mike just died. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost Mike. Oh I couldn't pull him out, but Everyone's I did it. I'm just, I'm just everyone play by play. Yeah, I'm on the phone. I'm just like, oh, there goes Vince. Vince was in there too. <laughs> Jason, that sweet, sweet bartender. He's gone. No more. <laughs> Except it would not be in that tone of voice. It would Who be. Who knows? Oh, it'd be much different. I feel like you might you. I don't. I, I, I don't know, know if I know how frantic Ian reacts. I might black out. Who knows? <laughs> but see, that's the sure. funny thing. Most most the lowest I've ever seen Ian is the oh, most loving I've God. ever seen Ian. He's <laughs> <laughs> grabbing my hand. I love you, bro. I love you. And so for that to happen, I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Ian's not going to save me. <laughs> <laughs> The lowest I've ever seen Mike was mooning a car in mm. Venice Beach. Mm-mm. That's uh, no, low? Not Venice Beach. Ventura. Ventura. No, it was low because oh. he was shwasty. Didn't uh-huh. oh man, I use shwasty too. This was the off the off the bridge. Yeah, yeah. This was so Mike actually owes me a life debt. Uh-huh. Well, I guess you redeemed yourself there. So you had already saved my life. <laughs> Oh, are you saying we're even? Because yes. I bounced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saved my life once. 
Yeah. After but you think, ba- initially was, you bounced. Yeah. It was only in context because your life wasn't threatened. So, <laughs> then you got me. But yours was sincerely threatened. Yeah. By and your we, own drunken madness. No matter who's <laughs> in the car with me, whenever I drive on the 101 under this bridge in downtown Ventura, I have to acknowledge that. I almost fell off that bridge trying to moon the freeway. So that's the one with the historic Ventura sign, right? Uh, there's not. There's not very well, there's many. Like two there's overpasses. two. Yeah, yeah there's, there's two there's overpasses. A- I, I think it's the second one. Like if you're going, it's so, closest to the hotel. Yeah, that big. There's only one big tall hotel. No, on I had side. to point it out to uh, to Sheen last time we were driving, uh, or when we went to Pismo. Yeah, and I was like, honey. That's the bridge. And she goes, what are you talking about? I was like, that's the that's bridge it. where that guy almost lost his ass. That tall white motherfucker. He grabbed me on bad. the chest of my shirt. Yanked my ass back and I was like, Ian, I got this. Oh, dude, you were so confident. <laughs> and I think it was still light out. <laughs> no. No, because it was after the gig. Okay. I mean, it was after that, like... That just proves. The, no, we. it was... Uh, it, I, I like to say that that was the closest to like fear and loathing in Las Vegas without like all the hard drugs, yeah. but just like the transformation of the hotel room that we were all in. But you were also fucking stone sober. I was. And that's why I saved you. Why um, were you stone sober? I was having a rough night. That, that's that what that doesn't make have. any sense. That doesn't make it. I mean, technically well, that, that he was arguing with his ex. Yeah. Okay. But. It's all right. It, again, exes. isn't that more? Isn't that, I understand. <laughs> isn't that more of a reason to be ex- insanely fucked up? Why would you be sober? No, honestly, I think so much time was taken arguing that I just okay. didn't have a chance. Okay, to get as inebriated as I could have. But so to was, be fair, it was before you got annihilated. Maybe I don't know if I ever fully got annihilated. I think I think you hung up the phone. We almost got kicked out of the hotel room like three times back when. Jimmy oh well, drank. see, and again, it, this all kind of worked out because this was the first and probably only time I've ever had to like be the adult. Uh-huh. And I like I remember I had to talk security down twice. The third time I think it was just a call, and they were like, "Yo, we're really we're seriously, we're very serious. Yeah. Stop your bullshit behavior." Right. So I don't want to. I don't want to say who the client was, but basically we were playing in a cover band. This was the it was, only... Oh, it doesn't what? Matter. Those guys? Yeah, yeah. They so went, it was those guys, and yeah. we were working for the U.S. Navy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's the U.S. Navy going to be like, hey, I don't appreciate this podcast. I'm going to shut your asses down. Who no, knows at this they point? They don't care. Why would they care? You played for them, and then you got drunk. Oh, dude. I think you we got- signed an NDA, dude. No. No, no I'm totally fucking kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but they, See, I remember... This is, this is why you need to go out more often because we don't even understand... NDA for that footage we accidentally saw. Am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is like way too inside... Yeah, I think I think that's where we cut that that version off. Yeah. Needless to say, a band member of ours accidentally asked us to film the... Uh, the set and yeah, we, we were trying to work the camera boom footage to him and his girlfriend actually it was just his girlfriend it was just his girlfriend and i was like oh <laughs> yeah mike like mike froze and then like Mike's- everybody in the band was like rewind yeah <laughs> Wait. his girlfriend doing what i don't think- uh I use your imagination i can edit this out you, use your imagination shane wait okay but but you can and you are different <laughs> Wait, wait, this is during the show? 
This was during load-in. No, it was kind of during the show because I remember it came up. No, because you were playing the whole time. Yeah, it was during load-in. And yeah, so Mike was the first one who initially saw it. And Uh like Mike has a very fair complexion. Uh And somehow he became even more ghostly. And he like, because he knew he saw something he shouldn't have seen. And he comes up to me and he goes, look. (laughs) And like puts (laughs) the camera in my face. And uh, wow. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So it was kind of like, it was always a thing that we'd all always wondered anyway. (laughs) You know? Wait. Okay. Just Just, I'll fucking edit this out. It was a sex tape. Oh. But minus him. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> wow. And I was like, he's like, dude, just <laughs> just film this set. I'm like, bro. I think I ended up telling him. You I did. Was just like, you did. Well, wait, okay. Wait, wait, That's wait, wait, the other wait, wait, side wait, of that story. Yeah. Wait, but I'm confused. All you right. saw the sex tape. He, we were loading in. Oh, oh, oh. We were loading it was in. already on the tape. And he's like, yeah. hey, man. It was on a, uh, not on tape. It was on an SD card chain. Yeah, we're not that <laughs> okay. fucking old. <laughs> But, hey, I don't know how old you guys But are. he's just like, hey, man, can you set up this camera? Like, he was stressing out about load-in. Band leader, right? Okay. <laughs> My boy. Oh, and, uh, well, see, now you name names. And I was, you got to <laughs> let it that You want me to call him right now? I'm sure he'd be happy to be a guest. Um, oh, he oh he has some stories. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I was talking to outside of, and this is a segue. Not a segue, a sidebar. Uh, I was talking to outside of uh, Perks one time I went down there with Adrian and Adrian goes ask him about the time he went to Mexico I'm not going to tell the story because it's not my story (laughs) but I was like oh dude tell me about it unreal you know it yeah one of the best stories and frankly one of the best told stories (laughs) oh yeah that I've heard from like any uh well, any one of us. Person, yeah. He's yeah. a legend. Like that's that's the funny thing. He's he's like an anomaly of a person. You know what I mean? It's like and I've <laughs> known him since high school, and it's just so fucking funny. But like, so he hands us his camera, and Ian and I got set up super quick, and and he's dicking around with the PA. Where he's like, "Hey man, can you set up this camera?" I'm like, "I don't know, fucking use this thing, man." Yeah. Like whatever. It was, so like, it was a Sony Handycam. <clears throat> but like, you touch the screen to like, and I was like, I don't want to make sure I'm not recording over anything. Sure. You know what I mean? So Mike goes, Mike goes, and he goes, 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 goes back. Jink. And I was like, oh, no way, dude. Because this is Damn. the thing. You see the thumbnail before you click the video. So you fucking knew exactly what you're doing. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, the thumbnail is up. You clicked on the thumbnail. And that's how we. Hey, I think I see some titties over there. Dude. But needless to say, Cat was out of the bag. And this dude handled it like a fucking champ. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just don't record over that. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> and so the night, wow. the night, the night kept on going. And basically it was like, it was the weirdest thing. This hotel at, at, in Ventura, it's like the top like level. It's like a 270 degree view of the ocean. So like <laughs> the rest of the degrees that would make it 360 uh, is where the stage That's called was. 90 degrees, Michael. Good math. Jesus. Jesus. And you questioned me on another episode about graduating high school. Again, AP calculus, motherfuckers. Ethnomusicology. I'm very smart. Uh, I'm very smart person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you think that's fucking silly, too. <laughs> yeah, ethnomusicology, bro. 
Uh, world music. It's a fancy name right. for world music. Right. But okay, so this that was our view from the stage, right? Like shitty, shitty cover music, right? And they had these booths, and it was different, like sectors of the aviation department of the U.S. Navy. Yeah. So it's like these guys are the fucking flying eagles, and these guys are the hawks, or fucking whatever, you know. Yeah. And thank you for your service, but Blue angels. No, 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 not, not that. Oh, not that. No, this is, this was the real, Oh, the real deal. Yeah, not the the, real deal. The, the yeah. It wasn't like the deal. show guys. It, well, was, it the, was dude. I know you're going to get there, but <laughs> I just have to like sprinkle it in the amount of alcohol in Insane. Like ordered for You're allowed to sprinkle that in. You're, you're the guest here. Michael's talking way too goddamn much. You so should yeah, be talking more. Yeah, you, you take it from here. <laughs> okay, but my version and your version are really different. But uh basically, God, I mean, we've gone all over the fucking place with this story. Well, Where, it's a good story. Where's 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 the diving board? Where am I diving right now? Well, I was trying to set up like basically each one of these little uh booths. Yeah, it was like a crew. So I don't even remember it in that great a detail. My version of the story Why was, did we invite you on this podcast? You don't remember anything. You don't remember. It's our dynamic. Yeah, I can't believe no, To be fair, you're kind of you're kind of blowing the shtick with your <laughs> with how rude you're being right now. So like <laughs> how rude I'm being? You're being a little rude. Me? Take a step back. I'm just I'll step in and be co-host for a second. <laughs> uh, oh no, he's pouring more <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. This is not good. <laughs> You're going to get schnockered, boy. <laughs> so my version of, of events was, yes. I think I had classic, uh, oh, Shane. All right, I'm taking this. So <laughs> each one of these booths had their own bar, fully stocked bar. This might be your first unairable episode. <laughs> fully stocked bar. We even turned lights down and everything and, to get Ian's, comfortable. Ian's a sub on base. I was a sub on oh. base, dude. I had like maybe two weeks to prep, but it was like 49 songs or Sounds something. Sounds like my David Rosales set. Like, oh. oh. Talk about that when he gets here. Oh, boy. Um, uh, there you go. But that shit was insane. I even had like Rusty try to to show me what, like how to get through the tunes. Not even like how to play them right, just how to get through them. Yeah. And the problem was for me, that was the first like huge volume of new material I've ever had to learn. Like yeah. digest. Yeah. And like be able to tell the difference. And I didn't have like, you know, I talked to to Mike. I'm sure I've talked to you. Uh, I've definitely talked to our friend Adrian about it. And like you get to a point where you're able to, <clears throat> excuse me, you're able to like figure out what song you're playing, not like, I don't know. You can you can compartmentalize it or categorize it a different way. Anyway, I was a wreck. I was an absolute wreck. This show could not hang. Well, again, <laughs> no. So I was the, having I was having ex, issues on the home front. The X was reaming him a new one for no fucking reason. Yeah, and then the fucking the the tunes were throwing me off. So I I ended up there were two in like B minor or something. And I would play the wrong one <laughs> when I was supposed to play the other one. And it got to a point where, and this was like my highlight. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jimmy, it was for the Michael Jackson song. I think it was for Billie Jean. And Jimmy walks up and he goes, I'm going to play bass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, cool, it's cool. 
Like, yeah. I totally get it. I was way out of my element. Like, <laughs> to be fair, again, the background was all like, these are dudes that had been doing it in that music program. Like, you know, they knew how to... Well, remember. we just had like the, you had the catalog. For it. Yeah, yeah, you had the chops right. and you had the catalog for it. And I was like, dude, I was more in uh, your boat as a musician where I was like, I don't really enjoy doing covers anyway. Yeah. But Mike kind of came up to me. He was like, I mean, this is what we were 21. We must have just been 21. Yeah, or something. like Kush gig. I yeah. think we got paid like. We got paid a, a good amount of money. Yeah, I think it was something like. And that was initially how he sold it to me. He was like, he goes, Ian, it's a, it's going to pay a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was like Ventura with the homies. It's fun. They have up with the room, mm-hmm. like food, a booze, like the whole deal. Of, uh, yeah. Alcohol. Obviously. But basically the way the night went was like, <clears throat> these guys were trying to out drink each other. Yeah. The, yeah. The military. Yeah. Per, yeah. per or and, Navy or whatever. But it was like, I don't know if it was like per ship or like how they had it divided up. I'm sound like a really ignorant fucking <laughs> but um, yeah and so they were trying to like out drink each other and then they were like well fuck you i'm gonna give the band my drink and so they were oh like God. they were competing on who would give us more drinks yeah yeah and ian was so fucking nervous about the set that we were getting so many shots of jaeger and i was playing drums and i looked behind his bass amp and he like hid them all behind the bass amp <laughs> like they were like right. lined up <laughs> Yeah, because I like I was so worried about the tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like to me, it was it was. But if anything, you probably should have taken a couple of those shots to just like mellow you out. Oh, and relax. dude! Like again, a if, couple. Yeah, no. If if I could, if I could redo, if I could turn back time. Oh my god! <laughs> if I could, if fi- I could find, find a way. No way. <laughs> you touched my soul. Who wrote that? Uh, Share. Um, (laughs) yeah of course I would do that differently like now I'd be like yeah give me the fucking Jaeger and then I'd be like okay bye and probably just sleep on the stage (laughs) and and And, and and everyone would have cared yeah Yeah. but like they were trying to compete and so needless to say it was like one of those nights where like we're like all right, we're doing our second night and then it was like one more we're doing our second night and they're just like fucking kept it going to the point to where the cleaning crew came in and we're like literally you are done. Like they were kicking yeah. the Navy oh, out wow. of the fucking room. Okay. So the other thing that I remember was that we had prepped for essentially four hours of music. And I think we only played two. Yeah. Because they were partying too right. hard. Yeah. They us. were partying too hard. What do you mean? So it actually got shut down early. It didn't make it to the end. No, no, no. no. What do you mean? Did like, it? They stopped our- your set? No, like we would like take a break. Oh, and then it would like it'd be we'd go to each booth and they'd be like, no, 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 fuck this guy, come to my booth. Yeah, Uh you know, it'd be like this whole thing. All about the party, like it really was. And they were so accommodating and awesome. But when we left, so I don't know what time it is. Uh, Like I I don't really have a good uh, memory of of like the the timeline. Yeah, again, I fucked up and said it was daylight out, but I really think it was probably like (laughs) ten or eleven. It was yeah, it was probably ten or eleven at night. And I don't know, it was one of the dudes that was left over. They brought us, I shit you not, a wagon. Yeah. So they cleaned up their bars and they gave us, they brought all of the leftover booze down to our rooms. Yeah. Dude, wagons. Like, like they show us one and then we see like, you know, there's like three in a line. Oh, you mean like those like, like, uh. Yeah, like a fucking red wagon full of fucking liquor. <laughs> 
God. It was a paradise. So <laughs> and Ian didn't partake. I, so, I know. <laughs> like like now, again, again, adult again. me, and you I don't consider myself an adult at 21 down. at all. <laughs> but like, like me now would have been like, yeah. I'm going to go on the best vacation. <laughs> <laughs> But Enjoy you know yourself. what? If yeah. you would have partaken in that best vacation, Mike would have died. Mike would have died, and we were one hundred percent correct. So we decide after receiving the wagons of booze that <clears throat> we need to go get pizza. <laughs> oh, dude! Because there there's this like that's legendary <laughs> pizza spot that's yeah. like open late, and I forget what it's called in Ventura, and we're just like. You know what I mean? Like, like that's raging. where it came from too, right? Yep. That same night, <laughs> yeah. And that we were making, making, making Chewbacca noises. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, it was unreal seeing it in person. Oh yeah, oh, and I, like I bet the whole band's raging, and Ian's like still on his phone, it. like arguing oh. <laughs> this chick like post show on the elevator. I think I was in uh. the stairwell at one point, and we're walking. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go go for it, ladies. If if your man's you know, working and no, he might be. This is no, 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 look, 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 hold on to it, just save it. Let, let, let the 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 event. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full unfold. If 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 your man's doing something, just save it. Just just save it because sometimes you can really just take away from the experience. <laughs> But they're trying to have. This is as good as Mike's conversation was that one time. He was like, as a man. (laughs) (laughs) And I could say the same thing the opposite way. Guys, you know, sometimes just just save save it. it. Just save it for the appropriate time because, you know, you're taken away from from life experiences. Correct. But he did save my life. That's true. It was, you know. I think it was a blessing in disguise. It was that's, maybe a blessing in disguise. That's fair. All I mean, right. I've, so the, the, the thing was... Give, give me the play-by-by from your perspective of how you saved my life. Play-by-play. You had this idea because it was, it was a bridge that you talked about. Was this when we were... Um, was Gary in college at this point? I don't know. No, it's relevant. Probably. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we yeah. passed the bridge. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And you'd driven by that bridge a bunch of times, but... Uh, like I remember from one of the times that we drove up to slow to see Gary, you had pointed that bridge out specifically Mm. and you were like, like it was, this was a thing that he had always wanted to do. He always wanted to moon the cars going, (laughs) you know, the opposite or going past the going northbound, going northbound. He always wanted to moon the cars. Right. And he did. (laughs) (laughs) And when he did, but man, mind you, I was standing on the he railing. was standing on the railing. Oh, yeah. Because it's higher than you think. Jesus, yeah. Like, when you're driving under it, you think, oh, that's Is a it a reasonable round height. railing, too? Yeah, that's round. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing is, so, like, if you're standing as a as a five foot ten man, it's probably, like, up to, like, my rib cage. Sure. And then yeah. you're six foot three drunken ass drummer friend. On right. top of the rounded On railing. top of the rounded one. But the thing was, you... Had See, I never, feet? I never knew that point. That is insane. <laughs> oh, dude, fucking insane. I mean, like, it was absolutely wild. And I think the the funny thing was, is I was like, oh yeah, Mike's always wanted to do that initially. And then like I saw him, and I saw how high his knees were, mm-hmm. like to his chest, as he's trying to moon the vehicles. And I was like, nope. And then he's oh, so you crashed over. 
I was basically he, like, if, if here's the top I want to like stand up and show. I you was like that. on the 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 bar right it was, below it. it. Almost, okay. it looked so more I like had he a little was bit, trying. A little bit. I thought you were on the fucking top railing. No, 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 no. That would have been no. He, it looked like he was trying to like take a dump off the bridge. Yeah. But basically, it was yeah. like I, I had like maybe. But he, you know, six inches above my ankle right. of like support, but that's right. not gonna. I didn't have my feet hooked or anything. No, you, right. I mean? you didn't have your feet hooked, and you also had had all of the Jaeger. yeah, and like all of whatever whatever we had had at the party prior to. Uh, and he's wobbly as shit. Sure. So I just kind of, and it was funny because I didn't like think about it at the time. It wasn't a big deal. I it think was, you were on the phone. I was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> still Hold arguing. On. I oh, was God. still on the phone and I fucking grabbed him as I walked by. Like I see it and I'm like, oh. It was the most like casual thing ever. But again, he's wanted to do it forever. So right. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And then I just <laughs> grab him and I see him and I just pull him back down and then I keep walking and we keep going to get pizza. Uh, but then it was like the next oh morning we were driving we were like, holy shit. back and we were like, dude, that was so dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but he grabbed me like, <laughs> like chest of the shirt, like a little kid and yanked me back. I'm like, no, daddy, no. <laughs> I probably had more of a, like I was, I was. I felt very dad like yeah. <laughs> at the time. I had the phone this way. Yeah. I had the child. You're I grabbed multitasking. I grabbed yeah. the, the only child. Thing you're missing by the was collar. a beer. It's true. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. That was, we spent a lot of time talking about that gig. That was a great gig. Well, it was just such a fucking crazy experience. It was just crazy. It wasn't a great gig. It was just a crazy experience. No, I think we sound like shit, but I can't even, it probably sounded like just amateur hour. But needless to say, Ian saved my life. We're here. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, God. Really? Don't be a schnookums. <sighs> Cheers. Oh, God damn it. Uh, four That's roses from the last episode. Delicious. Ah! You didn't even buy a new bottle for me? Was it the last? We didn't have, the, we didn't have this with John, did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, anyway, shout, shout out John. Shout out John. Shout well, out let's get John. let's get into some uh, some Shaney questions for Ian. So, uh, no, okay. What last interview I did with you? What? <laughs> what interview? interview? <laughs> oh shit! The the live stream. Oh, the live stream yes. that we never got the video for. Oh, I can get it. Womp, we can get it. Womp. Well, what the fuck, dude? You were like you. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. You had told me, okay. I'm just whatever. relaying information from this guy. This is, this is the point. Well, give right me the here. video. I did a whole new set. Michael. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was acoustic. I wasn't involved, so. Oh, my God. When he admits it, though, it's something. <laughs> no, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Let's get back to the real reason we're here. The real reason we're here. How's your pee-pee? Is it doing okay? Okay. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I always gotta ask that. You gotta make sure. Absolutely. Pepe, okay. how's your Pepe? Mine's great. He's great. It's great. Mike, how's your Pepe? How's your how's your your uh, Pepe in fatherhood? Uh oh. Great. All right. Pretty good. That's good. Solid. It, it feels. There's hope it, for us all. It, it's this weird thing where, you know, it and I have this sense of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah you, That's you basically did what it was born to do. That was exactly. Your Pepe was did what it was supposed to do. I mean, biologically, 
existentially even you You are i mean the one thing i'm I'm very very excited about and i think i think my papa and and i bond over Uh uh is you look at my child undoubtedly my child i think that's like (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things you know you're like yes sorry there's no milkman involved no for sure that is yeah that That is your child the that it is the mike wilson stamp on it she is she is my spawn Mm -hmm. so apart from that (laughs) you asked let's let's talk about music okay how are, so? What's the next plans for Gardeners? Well, demoing, demoing, demoing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I do have things written. Yeah. I would like to uh, record them. Yeah. I'd like to put them out. Are you going to record them here at Maps or what? TBD, I guess. <laughs> well, I think I think that's that's more what I'm interested in. You kind of explaining uh, to Shane. I mean, especially per our last conversation about the the last demo. But I think our our demo to finished product uh, ritual ritual process process whatever it is is not the usual thing that most people. No, generally not. Yeah. I mean, there was even a time at the last record, and all I all I can base it off of is our experience. Ooh, on the I was last gonna record. say, should we get into that? I'm. I almost broke up with Ian. Yeah, we almost. It was. We almost had a divorce. Marriage was on yeah. the rocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanks to Sailor Jerry. Yeah. And the remnants are still here. Oh, it's Sailor I keep, Jerry. I keep the bottle there. Never throw that fucking bottle away. The one up there. Yeah, that's, that's his that, fault. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> That right. must be the one from like the day, because I remember there were no. There should be a few up there. Just toss them. <laughs> I think I I just I put the one that really hurt me the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there, you <laughs> go. there was a day, so we took a uh, different stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess one thing I have to note is you can really only go through shit that uh, I've gone through making music with Mike. Yeah, you can really only do those things if you're very close to someone. Cause it's a it's a trust thing. Cause for sure, if it was like someone else, that maybe I would have felt more inclined to be professional with. I don't think we would have gotten <laughs> sure. the results that we got. And I personally, and this is not, uh, if anything, it's it's praise to the way that you handled the record. I love that record still. Yeah, people are places. It. Yeah, yeah. people are places. Record. Check it out. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Uh, it's a great record. But I mean, it was all about capturing fucking drama, man. That's what it felt like. Most of the time, that's what the, like, literally the great albums are, is because there's that certain amount of angst or frustration or whatever, whatever's going on, there's a certain amount of drama that could oftentimes make albums like really uh, connective through your emotions, you know? Totally. Well, and I, I think the other thing too, just given my process, it's, it's, I guess, more of, it's a longer process than maybe I care to give it credit to, and I, that could be because of practical mm. um, reasons. You, or what? I think you, I think you second guess yourself too many times. No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Like I, well, I mean, technically, I think that's what you do. No, okay, thank you. I think 
because technically the next full length is so, written. Yeah, you're solid. You you know music. You know lyrics. You know melody. You know composition. And I think lots of times you fucking second guess yourself, dude. No, I think lots of times scheduling is difficult. Well, well, no shit. Well, yeah. I think I think that's 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 a reason for you to. No, that's a have, reason for me to to take a back seat and think. Oh, uh, like these know, guys we'll can't even figure out their there. schedule. To to make my music happen because you you've been internalizing your your I mean I think this oh yeah the reason we're bringing this up is not to attack you I was gonna no, say this is, is this, I'm not is trying this to, episode I'm not, gonna be called wanna, attack Ian I want to <laughs> no. encourage you no but no I think it's okay. one of those those overarching I mean that's why we're even bothering recording this right is it has to be relative to other people yeah but this whole idea of demoing something in your room right and then having a a close songwriting partner or producer or whatever uh-huh. and you're you're feeling good you're ready to do this and then when it comes to booking session players or band members or studio time or whatever how much that could like potentially hinder the process you know totally. to where the minute that things all of that stress doesn't work out you start kind of like peeling back the layers and you're like well are they not making time for me because of they don't, they're not in the songs, you know what I mean? Or like whatever, yeah. because, because typically the way it goes, right. is like, I, I do that shit too. Like, yeah. I've, I do that shit all the time. Okay. I like, uh, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. If we were talking about the first record, cause that was also very difficult to book. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be more like, Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I don't really feel that way right now. I feel right. like it's just scheduling I, a chunk of time. <laughs> I only Whoa. notice it because of the one song that we did here that uh-huh. I was with you. And I think it was a certain way that we went about writing it and went about going it, which ghost like that one that we did. Like I yes, dope it. song, Brad song. Yeah, we're but gonna undig it. Yeah, we're gonna bring it back up. What I, happened? We're gonna, we're gonna dig it up. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah rehash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there there's that twinge of 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 second guessing the intuition that you already had because you know music you know songs and you know like the way to write shit yeah i and and you know i'm not try- i'm not trying to bring you down bro i'm not trying to i'm not trying to squash your feelings i'm just saying like go with your gut that's that's the totally. only thing that i that i'd say that i just notice here and there and and that i think you need to like just get rid of well, that's, that's that's an overarching thing with uh, for a lot of songwriters. And I can I think. edit this out if you want. I uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you if you want me to edit this all out. I'll edit it all out. Give, give me like give me the producer's cut, and then give me like you know, like yeah, I'll 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 accept think, this as a. For the record, I, I love I you, bro. You're a great thing. fucking songwriter. Yeah, I love you. you. No, I just, and I absolutely appreciate that. Thank you. Go, what were you gonna say, Mike? Oh, for the record, I think we've only edited like a sentence out of a, a podcast ever. I think this is totally appropriate. I I like I think this is something that's really good. This to is talk a very about. this is this is a very raw conversation between like three people who are very close. Well, yeah, but also <laughs> this a is lot what of people that, care about. No, yeah, absolutely. And, I, again, I don't. I don't. I'm just. I'm just for context because I think I've probably <laughs> given less context, and unless people know us personally, uh-huh. especially you and I, Mike. Uh, yes, like you and I are very close. Ian was my best man at my wedding. Boom. Uh, there we go. Whoa. Closeness uh, established. <laughs> but and, and you and I are also very good friends, Shane. Very good friends, right, Cheers. Obviously. Yeah. And we haven't even known each other long. No. Well, the three of us. To you're, be fair, you're like you you're one of the first friends that I made as an adult that made me like excited to make a friend again. <laughs> like 
That, that's very cute. That's a real I thing. I appreciate though. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's a real thing. It like, is. Yeah. Like they're as adults, you, uh, you kn- yeah, you know your friends from like school, right. high school, and then once you get out into the real world, like I remember trying to make friends with people in college. I'm like, this is oh, it's weird. hard. This is it's so weird. Why do you want to hang out with me? I don't fucking know. Even with Mike, I was like, you want to yeah. surf with me? Like I don't. I barely know. You're the you. guy that showed up at my fucking graduation party with your record. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Whoa. Yeah, what I a flex. <laughs> that is true. And I was like, I, think, I, think I felt was very too. awkward. I like, was there. I was like, hey, I'm here. Uh, is Mike here? Uh, oh, he's in his room? I think uh, my grandma answered the door. But I Maybe. Oh, uh, man. That's very fucking weird. funny. Making yeah. friends as adults is very it's strange. Hard. It's, it's, it's hard and it's strange. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. But... I think overall, kind of what you're getting at is really interesting because this songwriting process so different for so many people, but like, I think typically we put it on this like pedestal where it's just like, oh my God, like so-and-so was right in their bedroom. They had this prolific idea and they showed it to everybody and they fucking loved it and they dropped everything they did in their lives to like make this idea happen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And it's really like nobody gives a fuck until they start getting paid. Like 90% of the time. And so like this whole thing where like, I don't know, you name it last hit of the year that they had this fucking great idea. Um, you know, you really have to have people in your corner that believe in it first. It's really, it's like, like that's kind of what it is, but it's so easy to get derailed as an artist. And I don't think that there's this narrative enough, like in mainstream music that's like, Oh no, this is a very fragile thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think you get in certain, uh, like areas of comfortability with the people that you're creating this art with, where if anytime you're not initially given that like response back from the ones that you work with, that's when you start to question yourself. I've done this all the time. No, that's very accurate. And yes. Okay. So based on prior comments, yeah, I do understand that. Angle of it. Continue. <laughs> well, no, that's that's just what it is. It's 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 like, you know, yourself, myself. Right. We, we, we'll sit in a room on our own, and we'll just like come up with some idea, and we'll get really like, oh, I think this is, I think this is really going good. Yeah. And then when we present that to the people that we work with, mm-hmm. you know, Mike, Greg, for me, Gary, Vince, whatever, yeah. you know, when. We already go in with a certain expectation of like, oh, like this is gonna be, this is gonna be fucking good. And we when we don't necessarily get that immediately, mm-hmm. that's when we second guess ourselves and we're like, oh shit, was I just like, was I just overestimating my my value or whatnot? Or yeah. should, do I need to rework these lyrics? Do I need to rework this melody? All those things that that, that come in your head, and that's right. where it comes becomes such a challenge. Of, you know, you either have to set your line of like, no, this is it. This is exactly how it needs to go. Or it needs to be, maybe there's a couple of tweaks here and there or, you know, but, but the worst thing is you just want to be like, oh, that doesn't work. The whole thing like doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That's the most kind of nerve wracking thing as, as like a songwriter artist, when you're starting from the ground zero and you develop this one thing and you're like, oh, my my own buds that I've been playing with forever and that I trust and that I love and I value, like, 
they don't they don't see what I'm trying to put forth. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Ian and I have, and this is kind of back to my original question, was we've kind of like tinkered with this kind of unique process that I really love to where it's kind of a filtered version of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I kind of wanted your take on like how we've gone from you filtering, and this is not my ego, like you guys said earlier, but filtering demos through, you know what I mean? Like Uh, me just, just as like a partner to make the record. Yeah. And then how that's gotten into the demo process and how sometimes those demos end up on the record and then how our final record process starts going and how we were talking about the future record, kind of how it might go. Right. Well, so just like kind of the pre- the, the practical... Well, I mean, for, from your perspective, like how is that as a songwriter? Like, you know what I mean? Like like getting your yeah. songs out of your head, like onto tape and it's just like, well, what is the final thing? Right. Yeah, I tend to want so there's always two versions of like <laughs> one is what you want and one is what you get. Uh and that's not uh I don't that sounded negative. I didn't mean it negatively. No, no, it's it's super true though. But it's like, you know, there's like I think I sent you a demo one time and I said I want uh like a fiddle and a banjo and like an upright bass on it or something. And you're like, great, you're going to play all those. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, no, but, (laughs) (laughs) but this is what I want on the final track. But as a demo, it's like, yeah, we're going to go into a studio or at my house or at your house. And we're going to clunk something out to make sure the song works as is, you know what I mean? So from from like iPhone demo to legitimate demo those are kind of that's kind of the process. And then we've always taken like the final product is also it, I mean that's the thing it's it's you're creating something so it's always up in the air. Um I'm trying to think of an example of one that we actually did well, I mean, the one that sticks in my brain a lot that that you and I talked about the other day was in the morning off of yeah off of people or places right. Um, that was the one where so we demoed a day at John O'Brien's old spot, and I think we were in there for eight hours, and we had actually intended to do at least like scratch tracks for essentially the whole record. <laughs> like we were just supposed to do like live drums to a live acoustic and a live vocal because you had, you knew the songs at that point. Right. And I think that's also a weird thing too, is like you're inherently working with a drummer. So like, that's the first thing that gets slapped on. Yes. And I'm always curious, like how that influences the music. It's kind of an interesting aspect. Well, that's know? what I think is funny about the, the newer music that I've kind of been sending you is a lot of it. Uh, there's, I, I always have this, not, what's the word I'm looking for? I always have to keep in mind that, like, you are a drummer, uh, and you have a style. Correct. Right. And the style that I might have in my, in my head when I'm kind of writing, because I always, I do always write in a way that is conscious of, of tracking drums. 
At least I, I like to think I do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sometimes what I think is not necessarily what you do. And sometimes I'm like way more amped on what you do. And sometimes I think we've had moments where I'm like, can we try it with either less or with more? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Basically, your drumming sucks, Michael. <laughs> Correct. You need to be better. You need to do Just looking at all the better. snares I make rather than, rather than... Hey, that doesn't mean you could play drums just because you could look at all the snares you have. You smack in the snares, boy. You need to learn how to do it <laughs> Don't better. just smack the snare. You got to play I'm, the I'm snare. I'm almost there, according to your dad. I'm almost there. <laughs> it will never end. You've never, almost been there for years. <laughs> never end. That will be just that will go into eternity as Michael, you're almost as good as Shane. <laughs> you're almost there. Well, that fully encompasses <laughs> <laughs> that fully encompasses your dad's and Mike's relationship. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> sure, I love it. But, but the funny thing is, I still get so goddamn frustrated with him. So, I, yeah, I, it doesn't make sense. I mean, families. Womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> another another sound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> womp womp. Womp womp. Uh, so where were we with that one? <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> trying, trying to write for drum parts, which Mike doesn't understand because he's not that good of enough of a drummer. Basically, <laughs> right. He just needs to learn how to play better. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go drill it's, sergeant on you got, it. You yeah. gotta dumb down your songwriting for my oh, abilities. For Mike's, yeah. I'm like Mike, it's one, two, three, four. <laughs> There's the a last and a half. one. The last one was one, two, three, and uh, that was weird. You can edit that out. <laughs> um, shit, man. We were on it. We we like we got to like God, the nut. You derailed it, dude. We, really we, we were like we were like getting sorry. into the nut of what you wanted to talk about. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were talking about just kind of like process. We went in demo in the morning as a good example. Uh, oh yes. Okay, I got it. I can pick it up from there. So so the process for in the morning was we went to John O'Brien's old studio mm-hmm. and we I think we we booked an eight hour day and the. Reason we went was just for us to be well. Actually, that was also when when we were in between Maps 1.0 and this current location. Sure, correct. Uh, so we went to John's spot, but our goal was to do at least a live acoustic, a live vocal, and a live drum mm-hmm. to um, basically the whole record, like whatever we could get through. Sure, um, and we ended up just demoing uh in the morning for the entire time and john had a lot of really fun synthesizers i can't remember exactly what we used mm-hmm. um but a lot of what was demoed is used in the actual track right so as far as the process goes which i think i stated uh a little earlier um it's you're creating something, so it's always up in the air. Yeah, but uh, but sometimes your first instinct, kind of. Yeah, the first instinct really with that good. was like, let's just keep grooving with this because I knew I wanted some kind of synth stuff on on that tune anyway. Yeah. Um. And then he well, it was like gear also adds a lot to it. So it's like sure. if we're if we're working at a different location, like the gear that's there might inspire something. He had the all those room, cool the vibe. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot of cool like silver tones. He had yeah. a 
God, what else did he use? I think I also demoed another track at his spot too. I demoed Orange County mm-hmm. at his spot too. I think that was the same day. So I think we had gotten to a point within the morning where we were like, we were like, okay, we have enough to work with. We at least got through the song. And then do you remember that? I think we we demoed some of Orange County yeah, during I that same session. And I, then we we also used the demo tracks from that in the final version as well. Mm. So Yeah, we doubled the acoustic for mm-hmm. Orange County from the rough. Yeah. Luckily we had the foresight after our um first recording days where we forgot fucking pre-courses to like play everything to a fucking click Mm -hmm. yeah and it was super easy to to do it but um yeah it's just like one of those like beautiful instances where at what point and him and i were were talking about this other day when we were demoing stuff it's like at what point is it a demo or a final final product right you know well and i think for us yeah it's it's different because we've kind of blended those lines in the past so it's like like if so the we demoed a track called Four Walls. Um and I've had that tune for a while. Yeah. Uh I played it. Because I remember bunch, hearing it yeah, like, like years ago probably. Well, it was either live, maybe at Gypsy Den in Santa Ana or whatever it was. I'm yeah. Like, I've heard this song. Like he didn't record it. Yeah. So <laughs> but, I, but that's how it yeah. is. I, yeah. I I tend to carry songs for a long time. Sure. So like a lot of like the thing with people of places that was so weird was like that album was written, and this isn't like a gloat thing. It's just, right. you know, I, it's probably because I just moved at a snail's pace. But like I had those tunes. Shit, man. How long? Because I, I would send you the, the scratches at least a year before we even started tracking or before we even started demoing. Right. You know? Yeah. But and, and to be fair, that's a decent process for me because I like to rewrite lines. Right. Like mostly lyrically. Um whether or not that's a good thing or not, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'll tend to like, I just, I like wording and I like like the phonetic sounds of words. Sure. And, but even within the the sense of an album, like I have songs from yeah. 10 years ago that I still want to put totally. on an album that I just didn't record. Oh dude, like I, there's, yeah. I have, I've probably got a, and I'm sure every songwriter does. You have like this back catalog of like albums that you've made that you're like, I would make this under these you know, yeah, circumstances. Yeah. Like if I had a, like I had this idea, uh, my grandpa passed away, I think like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I wrote songs kind of directly about that. And I would still love to do this, but again, it's just, yeah. a, it's just a scheduling thing. But like, I wanted a particular group of people to play mm. on those tunes and I wanted to do it live, but it's like scheduling that is, Mm-hmm. challenging when it's not, you know, like for me, I work outside of this. I go to school, you know, I'm, uh, it's not your full-time thing, right? It's not my full-time yeah. thing right now. I mean, if it could be a full-time thing, of course. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I think that's a testament to you to where like, you know, pat yourself on the back for having enough experience in your local music scene that you have players in mind that you want to pick from. Sure. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's really fucking cool. And like, that's what I'm really proud of. Of Like what we yeah. have going on here with like little maps is like, we're able to like cultivate this. And like, Ian's a fucking founding member of this whole idea. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like this is how this whole thing started was, mm-hmm. was similar conversations that Ian and Gary and I had when we were fucking 19. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, of like, 
frustrations built upon uh, us just just hungry to open for the the local band who had all the good gigs, and then like being like kicked to the curb and like our sh- our set got cut shorter. Yeah, you know right. whatever. Right. It's all just all like, of those things that all you up-and-coming bands will experience. <laughs> but even, too, I, th- I think even in the songwriter's perspective, is like you have songs that you wrote many years ago that you still believe in to oh, a certain totally. extent. You know, like Absolutely. That you've held on to those things because you know that they're of a certain substantial value. You right. know? Like, for, like 10 years later or, or whatever it is, years and years later... That you know, like I should still get this song tracked mm-hmm. and do do it justice. You right. know what I mean? Um, yeah. So so within songwriting, mm-hmm. like, what's your normal kind of routine? How how does that that go about within? Bust out the lotion. Bust out the lotion. Mm-hmm. Get naked. Get jiggle, naked. J- jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Facetime Mike. Facetime Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, if anybody has any idea of how much body hair I have <laughs> on my body, <laughs> it's Michael. I've unfortunately seen it all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's Michael. <laughs> You're just really. Ian hasn't to been get on his... the mic in a while. <laughs> You're just trying to get his... <laughs> the sound clips. You're just trying to establish all the sound clips so that we can just go. That's gonna, that's gonna be the Instagram <laughs> highlight. It's my <laughs> But like it's gotta be the like Uh-huh. You know, or <laughs> Or the one in the car. Whoop whoop. Now if you don't use that fucking take, I'm gonna lose my shit. Okay? Well, I don't think that was enough energy. I gotta get more oh. energy though. Yeah, a little bit back. A little bit back for okay. the mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, if you didn't fucking right, laugh, get, that would have been great. I know we need to get back on track. <laughs> so, so songwriting. Yeah. What's your how how do you approach your songs? Where does it come down to? Is as you know, this is something that I'm worth that that's worth that's putting worth putting out. Yeah. Um. Funny enough, I got it. <laughs> Funny enough, um, I kind of there are tunes that you're gonna remember mm-hmm. inherently. Like like there was one I was working on a couple days ago. Like I can recite the chords to you, mm-hmm. and then there are other ones that I was probably working on yesterday that I can't tell you anything about. All right. <laughs> And those are the ones that aren't going to make it. <laughs> like, you know, and then those would be the ones that I would, the ones that I remember are probably the ones that I've sent to Mike or I've sent to, you know, anyone that I need a, a good job from. Uh, <laughs> but even in that, if, even in that sense, are you just like sitting down and just like playing around or what's, what's that even? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, you and I've talked about this to an extent, but I think it's valuable for the conversation. Like yeah. the, the quintessential, Lyrics, melody, chords. What mm. what what comes first? Right. Rhythm. I do know that. I mean, that's the because I feel like honestly, it's different every time. Really, and probably whoever you're going to talk to will have a different answer. Okay, but 
But you're our guest. We want well, okay, your so, answer, motherfucker. Dude, the, Just you. honest to God, if I could take a shower for like two hours, I could probably come out with like three or four tunes. Yeah. Like, and just something that I would have. I've, I've gotten into the weird habit. What else have you been doing through quarantine? <laughs> no, I mean, really, <laughs> honestly, I've had more time to like work on music than I probably ever have. Yeah. Have she had. is like, why are you in the shower with your guitar? So you have two, fucking weird. two no, I full take, double albums coming out. Soon, uh, one right? would be an EP. Uh-huh. Uh But yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then a three disc full length. Okay. Uh, disc. Laser disc. Oh shit! CDs, <laughs> dude. I still am all about the CD life. I don't buy them anymore, but God, I would. I almost think it might be coming back. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's CDs very- have like the unless they start making Sony Walkman CD players again. Wait, was the Walkman always only a cassette player? No, no. no they had Walkman CD. Okay, it was Discman. Discman. Whatever. Yeah, it wasn't a Walkman. It was disc. Yeah, game. I'm sure yeah. in yeah, like yeah. five or ten years, yeah, those will probably be a thing again. But um, oh fuck, dude, what are we talking about? This is your writing process. This happens all the time. Of of like how you're how you're just coming about songs, right? You know, like what? Oh what yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my like current workflow is, and I shit you not, shower. Uh-huh. I take my phone in there. I get. A melody, at least, or mm-hmm. something, and I will do it That's not vocally. Why you take your phone in the shower. That's not why most <laughs> people take their phones in the shower. And maybe, you know, I utilize both. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have a waterproof case or what? No, the phones all the, are waterproof, all the dude. Are waterproof, dude. Come They're on, water Shane, resistant. get with it. Water Shane still resistant. has an iPhone 3G. I have an iPhone 8. They're water <laughs> they resistant. They're water. Well, you don't soak it. I'm not taking a bath. Where do you put it? In your hand. On my toilet. In your hand while you're taking a shower? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. No. Yeah. To be fair. Yes. When I okay. When I something. Uh, no, 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 dude. The shower is not like completely. I don't have that oh good God. of a shower head. I live in a in an apartment. When are you ever gonna hold the shower in the phone? I'll p- hold the hold phone the in shower. the shower. <laughs> hold the phone this in the shower. How far I'm getting? Hold the phone in the shower. You put yeah. it on the you put it on the <laughs> sink. You put it up there. 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 I'll teach you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I will go to the very edge of the shower. You can even poke your head out of the shower, <laughs> and uh, you just record. I'll record like the little bit of melody that I had in my head. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I should not. Siri, record this. Okay, okay. If I can break a rule Uh of the thing, of Uh the podcast, sure. If we pause, I will go find you a bathroom recording and play it in the mic. We don't even have to pause. While I go to the bathroom, just just go. That's true. You two can talk. Yeah. If you want Wait. to feel special, hold we on, can pause. Mike's it. giving me the look like, are you? I'm trying to understand. Are you recording a fresh bathroom recording? No, 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 no. I will find one in there, but I really have to sneak off. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll pause it right now. I'll just press. All right, it's paused. Go pause. for it. Go. We paused it. No, you I, didn't. I just paused it. I can see it from here. It's still recording. Ian is a founder of Maps. Look You're at this. You're brand new, Shane. Look There's at a this. window right there. There's you can see window. the computer. 
Look at this. I can't see it from here, but good on What's you. What's wrong with your eyeballs, dude? It's still it's red. It's literally dude. blocked, Michael. Okay, there you go. Is... You go take your fucking dumb. Yeah, Give you us can that talk. No, I don't have to take a dumb. I just have to tinkle. Go okay. tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. I have to tinkerbell. Oh, that sounded weird. You have to tinkerbell. Whatever he needs to do. So, as a drummer, Michael, since Ian's gone, what do you think? As far as the songwriting process goes and how someone approaches you, any of your songwriters that approach you with a song, where do you like initially go into how you're going to drum it? Or do you go more of overall arcing of how that song fits and how it's going to be placed, I guess? Um, I've, I've tried my best. I think young me was immediately like song drum part. Like yeah. that's like where, that's where I, I think I gained a little bit of, uh, traction and like making music something worth of a career. You know what I mean? It was just like, I was like excited to add drum parts for new songs. Right. Um, because now you want me to give you easier drum parts. And sometimes I feel like <laughs> that's not. You get, I give you an easy song to play drums to, and then you're like, oh, this is it. This is boring. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think that's just a uh, me bitching kind of thing during the session when the song's at like 248 BPM. Um, <laughs> but no, I think like when it comes to somebody approaching me like as a producer, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I try my best nowadays to like not put on the drummer hat like immediately. Yeah. Um, so, like, when Ian brings me a song, it's just kind of like, well, him and I kind of have, like, an, un- an unspoken thing, like, similar to what he said earlier, where it's just, like, he does write songs with a rhythm in mind. So, it's just, like, we've just been fortunate enough to have that. Oh, hold on a sec. I don't this write songs about up. You. <laughs> this is not Look, about dude, you. I'm the guest. <laughs> um, You're the co-host. <laughs> But like the way he phrased it, bro, it felt like he didn't know what I was talking about when it comes to drums. Okay, that's what it felt like. <laughs> Anyways, Shane, what? we'll get back to you <laughs> one of these days. Well, we'll Shane, have a- one day you can be the guest and I can be uh, the host. Oh fuck! We'll do that for like the year anniversary or something. Oh, I'd like love that. that. Um, oh, that's gonna be a big uh, but, shebang. But your listeners are gonna be like, please don't invite me. You know, they're they're gonna be like. What the fuck is going on with all these goddamn people invited for this year anniversary when you're just trying to listen to two people or three people? Or f- right. Or fucking. Well, back what? to your question, huh. Shane. Huh. Yeah. Um, no, I try my best to like, okay, here's a song that was like, here you go. Take a listen. And I try my best to like, of course, I have drum parts like going on in my head. Like, I can't take yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. But it's more so like, hey, like, what are you imagining? Um, and then as we get further, if it comes to like a demo process, like it is for Ian and I, I'm like, well, let's just clear this up. Do you want drums or not? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, a good question. That's a great question. No, it's that's a big, always, a, it really is. But yeah. that was like a hard thing for just like personally. That, yeah. That was yeah. a hard thing for us to broach in the first place. Um, I remember being like. I just never wanted to tell you I didn't want drums because I was like, oh, I don't know how to, you know shit 
at the but time, but at the time when we were younger, it was different. Yeah, you know but like mean? seriously, because it was like he would there would have been someone would have taken offense to something. It would have been like him saying, "Yeah, I don't want." Uh, if it was counter, I don't want bass on that thing. song. That is yeah. a hilarious thing that I don't know if I've thought about that much, but and I don't know how many bands have thought about that. It's I. This is the song. I don't want whatever it is, whether it's drums, bass, even guitar. Yeah, it could be just fucking vocals. Total. And what the fuck? You don't. <laughs> yeah, and you don't. And you don't want to upset your fellow band members and be like. Oh, you don't want me to play on this? Yeah. Thing? It's like, no, it's just for whatever reason, the way it's structured. It's for the no. greater good, man. Well, and that's what I think for us broke the the drummer slash producer role mm. was like there we had to to maneuver those waters where it was like, you know, because I think, and to be fair, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think you would play drums on just about anything if I didn't say, hey man, I don't feel like there's drums for this one. Um, I wouldn't. Obviously, it has to do with the song. Like if if I'm well, no, like, like I could write a drum part to anything, right? You know what I mean? But like, well, within reason. But it's like, I if you ask me to add drums to anything, yeah, right. of course, yeah, you could, yeah, do yeah, it, yeah, for sure, yeah, right, yeah. But it was it. We have to kind of trust each other. And I, that happened. Trying to think of the first one that like we didn't have drums on. It was probably the last record. Well, it's not like they didn't have drums on, but like even like it's one of those roles, you know what I mean, where like as like quote unquote a band member before being like a in a production seat is like I'm not trying to jerk off all over the record. You know what I mean? Like like you're you're trying to play a role, you're trying to do what's best for the music. But like I think one of the the you know to, to testament to that is like one of my favorite. If if somebody were like, send me your favorite Gardner song, I'd probably send them Orange County or I Knew a Woman. And like I'm playing barely, yeah, next to nothing on those on all of those songs. You know what I mean? And it's, it's it's not about me. It's about the songwriting. It's about capturing what's right for that. You know. Mm. Um, but when it comes to like other projects. Shane, for example, <laughs> or even like, you know, like, um, uh, Kaylee Fernando, like she was so awesome to work with. She brought me like pretty much like acoustic guitar vocals, ukulele vocals. We were still working out choruses or verses and like, she pretty much had the lyrics nailed down. Um, but it was one of those things. It was just like, Hey, like inherently I'm a drummer. I'll add whatever you would like. Have you ever imagined anything? She's like, no, but I want to explore it. So like we were able Mm -hmm. to kind of have that kind of discovery thing because we didn't have this like, you know, 10 plus year relationship of like, of music background. But then like we did stuff like, that's a great way to put it, put it though, is like to explore it. Yeah. Cause that's what a lot of it is. And what's like figuring that out. That's what, that's why that demo day from, you know, for in the morning became, you know, a day of just tracking that song. Cause we were like, Oh man, this would be cool here. Let's try this. We even tried like a, you know, you had the synth. Um, yeah. I did this really weird thing. Uh, John has this Juno and we sent the metronome. I think we had it put to eighth notes. Cause Ian can't play the quarter notes or something. Uh, no, 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 I can't play to a click. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will be the first to admit that. Uh, I have a difficult time playing to a click. I mean, eventually I'll get it. 
But it's like Mike figured out uh, that I couldn't do that early on. So we would just like, he'll make a rough like MIDI drum yeah. track of literally just like a, a kick and a snare going like. And yeah. I can play to that easier than I can play to a click. But that's my own that's my own shortcoming. Sure. Yeah. But basically, um, we were trying to do a synth part and both of us love Ian, but we're pretty shit keyboard players. And um it was like we want this really specific, like arpeggiated, like kind of synth thing. Yeah. And then so I fed the click track into like the external in of the Juno or something like that, and it kind of triggered to where he could play the notes. But the rhythms were going. Dun, 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 it was dun, dun. Do, yeah, it was doing, and it, it was like it was, like it was automated the way it was. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was able to play the just the notes at the top of the bar because they were like whole notes, but like the subdivisions were done by the click. Yeah, right. And we were able to track that over there, and that kind of was the foundation of most of the. That, song. I mean, that that synth runs through the entire track. But then, fuck me, trying to fucking play that live is disastrous. <laughs> we, st- dude, that's the <laughs> hardest song for us to play live. Like, even if we got the like the same band that tracked it, yeah, uh, we couldn't nail that tune live. Like, it was always a, a we'd always look at each other like, who's fucking it up? Well, like, who's fucking <laughs> ideas this in the first place? <laughs> well, yeah. And it was always one like I, that's the one tune too where I think. I didn't think about playing it live, hmm, you know, yeah. and that's the other thing sure. is a lot of, I, I do keep that in mind because that's what, you know, yeah. a lot of musicians get off on is playing live. Yeah. And it was very much that way for me for a long time. Uh, but there's, also- I think, I think now it's funny though. Now yeah. I'd be like, Oh, I'm, I'm way more into like what we can do in the studio at, at this point. I mean the you need the balance, but it's like, sure. I guess I'm just to the point where I've made enough, records to where I'm like, Oh, I really want to fucking like just dig into what we can do in the studio. Well, yeah. it's, it's something that, 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 that lasts a lifetime and longer. You right. know what I mean? Is, is a record. I mean, I think we could all speak for how incredibly amazing a live show is. Totally. You know I mean, that's, 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 that's a yeah. life experience that I think everybody should have as 100%. often and as frequent as they can. Yeah. Um, especially it, it in these times. Life. Yeah. But like, cause it's live. <laughs> Ultimately, I think <laughs> like like hindering a songwriting process for the sake of being able to replicate it live is a very young songwriting mentality. You yeah. know, um, yeah, because especially now with all the tools we have, like I I kind of could could get with it in the sixties or seventies or I mean, even earlier than that. It's like yo, like we don't have the tools to like spit out supporting tracks, or we don't have. Um, we don't have like a utility guy, right? That's able to, you know what I mean? Or let alone like the well, front of house, <laughs> the front of house console having massive amount of inputs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to support this stupid production Dude, that the we thing need. That makes me laugh, and the thing that I always feel bad about, and uh, this is a sidebar, but it's like <laughs> we've always been like the roughest band alive. <laughs> Not rough, like not rough, but like uh, we, we had a demanding input. We list. had a very demanding input okay. list when we would first. Okay. Like, I mean, the first iteration of Gardner's Logic Live was to replicate like every track on the EP, yeah. and it, it was started like, with Counter Regiment. It did. Well, we got there with Counter Regiment, and then yeah. we were like, "Oh, this is the best." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we would show up to like 
a weekday night at the Roxy and we'd have like, Fucking you know, like, a three piece band yeah. blown out to like external utility guy, bass player, uh, keyboard player, and then three background vocalists. And then like, Oh, we're going to add horns here. We're going to, you know, just like right. this whole deal, you know? Right. Yeah. And it was like a half hour set, like, <laughs> right. you know, but luckily at that time, the Roxy right. took great care of us, but, um, they, we never had a bad time there. It was always like, well, it's best. always, it's always finding that balance with a new band is here's what we do <laughs> as songwriters. And this is what we want to portray. And we have a certain amount of limited capacity to portray it live, mm-hmm. but we want to do the best that we can. And, yeah, there's those bands that you go in the studio and they do an amazing album. But if they don't replicate that album to a certain extent, you almost kind of discard them. Whereas those those bands that really can replicate that studio album, mm-hmm. you hold them in the highest fucking regards. 100%. And there is that, like, let's say... Father John Misty. Mm-hmm. He could never wow audiences if he just did the solo acoustic yeah. performance. He could right. he could never do it. He needs all he needs a full band and a pretty much an orchestra to really show off those songs. Right. Well, for the record, I'm not the biggest Father John Misty fan. All right. But my argument be You're missing out. <sighs> any any fantastic song right. could stand on its own. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. A good example of that is uh the new Fleet Foxes record. Oh. So he well, he just put out uh like the, the deluxe version or whatever. I don't know how much he has to do with that, but um, I'm not sure we need to jerk off robin anymore i mean he's <laughs> no but like that's so uh, to be fair that's like one of the newer records that i like it's incredible i haven't been able to stop listening to right but uh we were listening to Su- it for me sufjan stevens yep elliot smith yeah let me get to my point sorry okay uh yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. what is robin peckenhold yeah okay so he does a solo version of sunblind on the record Unlike the deluxe version, and hearing them back to back, like listening to the studio version, listening to the other one, I mean, that's a lesson in itself. Mm. Like, it's just so interesting to hear him play it alone on an acoustic, and then you hear the actual record, and it's yeah. like you can't really, you you don't hear the, uh, I don't know how to put it, um, to make it sound appropriate, but it's like the nuances. Ah, they're just they're they're totally different, but they're spiritually the same. Yeah, you know, it's like, like the em- the emo the the lyrics, yeah, the rhythm, like, the chords, the emotion. Such a, yeah, just a fantastic, beautifully deep song. Right, you know, and to hear it stripped is a very similar experience to hearing the full thing. But it's like, as someone who, you know, would want to pick it apart. And like really get into what it's about. It's almost like you you get that extra commentary in the in the solo acoustic version. You know, sure. well, well, it's that's with anything like Nirvana Unplugged. 
Oh yeah, that's one of the most oh, yeah, iconic. I mean, that's like that's like their third best record, right? <laughs> Pretty much, if not their second best record. Is that hey! an inside, is that an inside thing or real thing? Is that like a debate that you two have about? No, the no, we're putting out there. No, but that that cool. really is is when it comes down to songwriting. If you got the basics, vocals and oh, dude, big thief. Yeah, big thief. No yeah. matter what, Big Thief. You could hear a Big Thief demo. Uh, they released like, and and again, you don't have the, uh, you don't have the, I guess official versions to compare it to. Mm-hmm. But like, that's a band. I mean, I've seen them live. I've heard the record. Oh, it's just all amazing. Yeah, you know, and like, yeah. uh, I don't know how to properly say her name i think is it adrienne i have no idea i don't know i mean she is oh my god amazing as a songwriter just so it really comes down to the words and the timbre probably right that's yeah but it's just i don't and it's so hard to define what makes a song good but when you know it you know when you know it you know it and everyone knows it there's a i'm a i'm a big sopranos fan and there's a an episode about (laughs) do you watch sopranos no i know mike only got like one season in but that's that's a problem with (laughs) i think i was on american airlines (laughs) god damn it like i was flying to i think i was flying to india Uh that was that tour you went to china dude yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was flying to India by myself, and I had a layover in Paris. And so, like, L.A. to Paris, Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. I finally got, like, into the first season of Sopranos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I landed in Paris, and I was like, Ian, I don't know what time it is for you, but Sopranos. And, like, he answered immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. I really yes, love that thank show. you. So like, I had this, like, layover, right? And it was only, like, two hours. I like, got coffee, like, a fucking croissant. And like, it was like off to Mumbai and I was like, dude, yeah, let's go. I'm in. I got another fucking 20 flights in the next three weeks. God, I'm in. Yeah, dude. No other flight had Sopranos. I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, It was the worst. That was a good one. Uh, Oh, Che. That was a good one. Uh, There's an episode where, um, oh man. Come on, you call yourselves a Sopranos? No, I, I know it. I can't remember the characters' names. I'm a fan, but maybe I'm not. I know there are a lot more diehard obsessives out there. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's basically the, Adriana decides to manage a band, and Chrissy's funding it, and uh, he takes it to Hesh, which is like an old friend of the family. He takes the, one of the songs, and he plays it for him, and Hesh goes, he goes, I know a good song when I hear it or something. This is not verbatim. He says like, I know a good song when I hear it and this isn't it. Or he goes, I know when it has it, you know, we know what it is, but this isn't it. Like, Mm. it's just a bad song. Yeah. But yeah, it's that inherent, like you can't really define what makes a good song, a good song. And, And I'm sure people have studied this for ever, but it's like, can, can we really define it in such simple terms? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's like that doesn't do anybody any good, right? I don't. I don't think defining anything in that that simple of terms does it. It doesn't make anybody feel good. And really, the only reason we listen to music is it makes us feel good, right? You no, know? no. I, I guess. 
but do, like, do you kind of know what I was saying by that? Well, I, I mean, I'm just going to say, and this is a question for everyone. In a sense, for me, I don't feel like I've had that moment for a bit uh-huh. where... I don't know if it's an age thing. It's an, it's depending on where you are in your life. I feel like for me, the major moments where I really connected with music in general was probably high, like late high school through early college. And I don't know if that's a, a that's a really psychological thing of where you're at in your life and uh-huh. how everything's new and blah 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 blah. I mean, that's like the sole reason why there's this genre called classic rock. Is because our parents' generation right. clung on to this <laughs> rock music when they were in that exact same age bracket. Right. And all of a sudden KLOS is a fucking thing. Right. You Let know? Go. Let so go. so is that always gonna be the thing of it's only a certain amount of years where you can be excited about art? No. I I hands down don't think but, so. But but no, but I think but it's not part, just it's excited part of the, like it's it's is a certain amount of attachment. It's a certain amount of whatever's going on in your life. You're impressionable. Sure. Yeah. It, no, yes. it's, it's an arc, man. It's it's an arc of understanding what art like what role art plays in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. when all of a sudden you hear somebody for the first time ever on a record. Yeah. Saying exactly what you feel. Oh right. my god, there's nothing better. You know what I mean? But then you're like, okay, man, I get your lyrics, like whatever. You're a whiny fucking, you know, <laughs> heroin addict that, that <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. And it's like really breaking it down there, Mike. <laughs> but then you're kind of like, oh, but those chords are actually really fucking. That chord structure is rat. Yeah. Oh wow, well, the production usually, on this. That's oh, wow, I don't this, think that's this, initially. This. That's definitely later. This, no, I'm saying like it, it evolves into this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You start breaking down like that's why we all kind of eventually fall in love with like those. I mean, now it's I'm I it's a bummer, but like the VH1 like making the music kind of thing. Like yeah. that thing was so cool. So are we yeah. only those, those trying best. to really focus in on 15 to 25 year olds? Is that no? Is that our, is that our demographic? Well, that, I mean, I think, I, th- I think that's. Oh, don't the, even put it in those terms. That's I, like, I, I that's know, a financial I know thing. Saying. I know what you're saying. No, it's not financial. It's really about. It is financial. It's just financial, <laughs> ultimately. But what do you arti- sell more uh, records, But artistically, dude? artistically, is that the the demographic? Like that ten year period where someone is really, really ultimately inspired because they have all these different things going on in their life and they and ev- and almost the world is starting to expand more and more and more rapidly is that really what it is like that 10 year span well i mean i think there's like uh, multiple arguments here yeah you know i mean it's like where is music going or like right. what is, what is music uh, like this is, yeah this is it's, it's too broad and i'm going to say <laughs> honestly he's putting the kibosh i'm putting the kibosh it's it's too broad if we're going down that road. Uh, well, it's just a, it's just a matter of human uh, consciousness in a in a certain sense. Like, well, music is gonna it's gonna it's gonna be the universal language no matter what. Sure, you know what I mean. And like, I think what in the context of Ian and I's uh, musical ventures is that what we were talking about? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> that well, is I mean, that you are the guest, yes. Um, but it's it's one of those things to where like <laughs> him and I have these like weird uh, 
times, you know what I mean? Every, every, every few months or whatever, where we discover a record that's like really under the radar mm. and we just love it because we love it. And you know what I mean? And like, that's it. Like, like I brought up a record the other day that like we fell in love with fucking 10 years ago uh, by this band called Frightened Rabbit. Oh yeah. And it's like, Tell I'm like, I'm like, man, like, and I listened to it the other day. I was just like, man, this is such a great record. Like we fell in love with this, you know, 10 years ago. And meanwhile, you, like, I, I was trying to look back at it from like a music business perspective. I'm like, man, like, they played Coachella. They played all the fucking big festivals. Like, unfortunately, the the singer songwriter, you know, ended up committing suicide. Like, it was like this like terrible, tragic thing. Mm. But like, when you look at it from like a an overarching, you know, thing this this whole story, you're like, they succeeded. Hmm. They they did so. So you have this like weird thing where like as a fan, as a listener, they can you you know they're able to connect to their listeners like we we, you know, we got something out of their music but also as a professional you're like they crushed it with their career somehow just by making good music sure you know and so i don't think that's ever going to go away you know what i mean like us as a society is always going to recognize the really really good people even if they're small enough for them to survive but for some reason, us as songwriters and and engineers and producers and drummers and band members and whatever else, um, we see these massive stars and we're like, "Fuck, why are they famous?" Mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and we're just kind of like, we have this weird thing, you know, yeah, because we're not always going to be on the same page as listeners and society and humans and what we need and whatever's going to make us happy, you know. But then the day I think there's enough of us to to water it where it needs to be watered, so to speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you gonna say something? <laughs> no. <laughs> As in no, you disagree or not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, I think I feel a little I'm not totally sure that what we were talking about went there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we were, we were just talking about like what it is, like where's music going? You know what I mean? Like the, how- the, the initial start of art and creating something. Yeah. Versus the, the end result. Well, I mean, what's, what's the end result? Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the end result? Okay. Well, so I, okay. Yeah. We'll define what the end result is. Sure. It's- well, then, then he was expressing frustration with, you know what I mean? Okay, so like when he was a teenager, he loved all the new music that was coming out. Yeah. But now that he's thirty, he hates all the new music that's coming out. That's coming out. You know what I mean? Like I never said that, but yeah, I don't, yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> what he said. No, you haven't been excited about I, new music. Yes, but see, that, I did, that, like, that, like, that, like, dude, I, I is, found yeah. this this guy named uh, Dijon, and I'm sure he's got a big following in his own thing. But yeah, it's I, like, I feel it's harder dude, to find new music that I'm excited about. It's not necessarily that I hate. Something that's coming uh-huh. out that's new. I feel it's it's more difficult to find something that really resonates within me. Do you, I mean, do you really look w- for it though? Because th- and that's the whole thing, right? Because there's we, so many there's so many ways, sure, for music to to get out there. And I'm kind of a stickler for like 
This is exactly is what, that what you were saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. But it no, well, but, but it's, but def- let's, it's let's definitely bring it down to like altered. earthly examples. Because yeah. it's like, you know, for me, I like am totally stuck in the two thousands fucking uh indie but why is folk that? movement. But well, why is that? How did you get how did I get there? How, how did that was how what did I was you get? To. But how did you get introduced to what you were listening to? For me, it was burn CDs. Sure. It was hey, here's a Kazaa fucking yeah yeah you know, next thing. day whatever yeah yeah it I made was that for it you. was yeah. be, that, no, no no I didn't make that for, <laughs> I didn't make that for you but like the, yeah it, it was someone certain, usually gifts that there to was you. a little pocket I mean not a little pocket but in a sense. A giant pocket that condensed down to who you knew, right. your friends that were oh, like, dude. hey, this shit is really cool. You should listen to this. We legit have that shit on like the fucking Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, whatever you're listening to. So I but found- But it's different. It's definitely different. So so whether or not you get, you personally get excited about that, that's yeah. like- I think that's just how you personally view things. I don't think there's like a general answer for anyone. I've never had any one of you fuckers send me like, hey, you should fucking listen to this playlist on Spotify. Like specifically. Well, it's a different cultural thing. I know. I necessarily, I like, okay. So yeah, as far as like sharing music with your friends, I think there's also something to be said that like we're having a podcast we're we're we're, right. we're creating a podcast about music where people who intake a huge amount of music right unknown and known so for you two it's probably very different than it would be for fucking Joe on the street i don't think you know what i mean anyone that hears something new nowadays is going to immediately share that with their best friend well, no, no. I, I, I counter, uh, dude. I don't because, know. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't our, know about that either. Our, our our vehicle was very different, dude. I mean, uh-huh. today, I mean, full transparency, Shane manages most of Maps social media. Right. That's right. How much new music did we post in the last week that came out of here? Maybe a couple artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm saying per week, like every time there's a new artist coming out, we're posting it. It's just via a different medium. And that's because it's not it, a playlist. It's not a mixtape. And I think that's what's confusing to navigate. Well, there's so oh, many it's oversaturated. Always, Everything's really oversaturated. Yeah, so many options. Yeah. No, right. Okay. But that's okay. But that's neither here nor there. Um, no, because uh, it was limited. It was funneled back in the day, right. man. It really and was. Like that's, it was a different amount of what you were experiencing. Yeah, than what I mean, you we were, talked to our parents' generation. You yeah, know what I mean, we talked sure. to any generation of like how much you more had, funneled it was. You had is to this go the, the weirdest episode that you guys have recorded so far. I don't know why you're thinking about it so much. Just fucking hang, yeah, dude. I'm dude, just dude. hanging. I don't know. I just want to make sure it's good content, <laughs> dude. See, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> why do you even need to think about that? Because that's what we're doing. Go move the 101. I'll, I'll hey, save you. It's going. It's exactly. It's going out no matter what. Like, why do you have to think? Whether it's good or not, uh, uh, is that good? Is that what people want to hear? I'm glad that you've set the bar. <laughs> there you go. It's we very low. Here. <laughs> oh, no, we no. have some. I don't need any more. I gotta try it. But my Shit. point being, <laughs> I think like it's a medium issue. Like even Ian. Sorry, Shane. I, right. s- I send you best my friend. own shit before I send you my no, no, no. best friend <laughs> recommendations. Best man. Him and I don't send each other music often enough because I'm Spotify. He's Apple Music. That's true. Oh, it's true. Wow. It's true. That is a strict and how divide. How weird is that? 
How like that was there was never Meanwhile, a separation. We, we make records together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There and there wasn't that separation. That is really funny. Like yeah. 15 yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. There really wasn't that separation of No, because I would give it I would give him my CDs. You would give him CDs. You would burn a CD, you would down you would download music and give him a CD. Oh my god. I I I'll be like, oh my god, this record, and I'll like type your name in. I'm like, he doesn't got Spotify. Back it on up. I'm gonna give it somebody else. And it's like, but it's one of those things like, I mean, I somehow beautiful Filson, if he's ever listened to this fucking podcast, even though he's an owner in maps. I love you. I'm gonna keep that in. I've got. Um, I'm not editing that out. Ooh. <laughs> Him and I have I'm trying a, to give you as many sound bites as I can. Nice. <laughs> I have a great hookup on Spotify, so it's just like we're a Spotify fam. Right? Even though, oh, oh, even oh, though Spotify is f-ed. Spotify is. F-ed. Oh, it took me so long. So Shane, music. Shane, be careful. You're talking to the Spotify I don't overlords. Give a shit. No, I know they, f-ed. dude. That guy's. The world, the world that we live in, within even streaming this music, this is like the worst fucking marketing thing. If we we're trying to get this podcast, that's off the what ground. I'm talking about. That's Fuck why I was off. talking about content. Look, Joe hey. Rogan made the deal, man. He's the fucking example. Hey, if they want to change my mind, change my goddamn mind. But look, it's we're in a very not great situation for exploring the music yeah. the music the music the music world the music. it's it's but yeah change my fucking mind i don't care i'll be like that guy who sits down with the sign in front of his stupid fucking table i think the last record mind. i sent you was that arlo parks one did you ever listen to it yeah i think so dude she fucking kills that's pretty i mean for the record rad name for a girl Arlo Parks, that's a good name. Have yeah. you heard her? Uh, sounds familiar. Oh, she's just amazing. You probably sent me it and I probably didn't listen. Well, that's probably, you might not have Apple Music. <laughs> but the point is, I do have Apple Music. Yeah. That exactly is just like, yeah. is stupid. Is it's a device. Somehow, I mean, not to get on my fucking. Uh, get on the soapbox. Not to get on my thing. Here's another sound bite. Stop talking. <laughs> get on the soapbox. <laughs> I'm all for capitalism, but there's just kind of corporate America that's getting in the way of consuming music, which is like sensitive to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's similar to like, I feel the same way as all these guys are like, you ain't taking my fucking guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To where it's like, Mike's like, you ain't taking my pennies on the dollar. Yeah. It is, it <laughs> it's is kinda, comparable. It's, it's kind of the same thing, you know, where you're like, you're like, fuck man. Like we're just making art to, make people happy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I I think that that was what I, so this conversation (laughs) has been such a roller coaster. Uh huh. Welcome. There was a, there was a period of time. Ian said he had listened to previous podcasts, but I don't think he really did. I listened to the introduction episode, which was just (laughs) you two giving your background. And to be fair, I was taking notes and I wanted to rebuttal on many of them. Also, I was a very, Lightly mentioned portion of your particular story, Michael. Jill! Here you are. Jill, boy. Here, let's be quiet. Do it. Oh, oh, you want me to do it? I did. What do you mean you did? I just wanted the sound bite. I'm trying to. Of silence? To, no, I wanted you to do damn boy, but without people talking. Jill, boy. And now you have that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, fuck. 
Well, it's gonna be stolen, dude. It's gonna steal it. Oh shit! They will for a, for a fraction of a. You cent. just let them Look, have that. They don't know any Oof. better. They don't know You're any better. You're also on Apple Podcasts. We are. We're on all the podcasts. Where I heard you. All the streaming services. Just listen to us. You don't need to pay but for that one. Spotify's not going <laughs> to steal that one because they don't understand gold when they know it. Okay. <laughs> they don't understand. The I think they DM. do. No. 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 They understand oh. the mainstream media. Quote. Quote. Yeah, it's all empty. But they don't understand DM. I think Ian's trying to wrap this podcast so we can brewski it up later. No, 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 no. Here's the the reality is I could talk to you guys all night. I know. That's the problem. Whether being recorded or not. (laughs) Yeah. So, and we know this. We do know this. We know this. Well, I think we actually have gone pretty fucking long. We have, but I don't know if you have like literally anything to use for an episode. (laughs) Well, I think it's valuable. Have me back on. Have you back on? Well, okay. The really the goal is. Well, okay, no. (laughs) Fuck off! I was gonna say I need to have you back on sooner than later, but Jesus Christ! Oh well, it's it's very rare I get any sort of compliment. You blew it, bro. No, that's why I still have not been asked to be in his wedding yet. But boy. <laughs> you set me up perfectly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One of these days, I think I think we need to just start a band with us three. Fuck everybody else, right? Oh my Fuck god, yeah. it'd be you know, so much easier to schedule. <laughs> oh, it'd be so easy to schedule. Unbelievable. Could you imagine uh, how many EPs we could make in a week? <laughs> I think I just made one tonight. <laughs> oh, I found the bathroom recording. Okay, okay. I told let's, you I was going to do it. Let's, I found let's, it. let's play this and, bathroom recording. Well, and, and then, here's out. the thing. Here's the thing. This is a very like sacred thing. Uh-huh. Like right. I would never normally you're, share you're dro- this. You're dropping demos live, baby. I'm dropping live. demos live. No, no, no. But this is like, live. you know, the whole. Maybe I can wrap it up. Live. No, if you're gonna do. You're gonna, you gotta pan that hey, shit. This is a mono microphone. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> still going from. I actually one really side. wish we would have done the entire podcast speaking at least at this volume. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But you instead you're like. I fucking told you I was gonna get loud. All right, play you this love, you love anyway. So yeah, we were talking about the process of music. So really, you could edit this uh, podcast probably down to like ten minutes. Um, the process <laughs> again. I told you this earlier. What? Don't second guess yourself, okay? We've got gold. I wasn't We've got second guessing myself. Gold. I was saying We've that you guys have spoken gold. frivolously about every fucking subject. You are Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. This is how I win. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not even a song. It was Don't like even a set up. Just play it. I know I do need to set it up. Oh my God. It was like a baseline that I had in my head that was probably from another song, but this is what happens in the shower. This is what songwriters right? do. Yeah. This, th- well, this is what I do. Put it close, put it close. <laughs> Oh shit, that's the wrong one. That's what the definitely fuck? not that in the shower. If you have uh, a guitar in the shower, hold on, hold I'm on. very impressed. <laughs> no, there's no guitar I'm in the shower. I'm extremely impressed. Oh, that, that was, again, that another was guitar. The one that came the, from the shower. Wow, this is a song. This is the shower. <laughs> so that's me in the shower. I. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm and not. then this is me out of the shower, <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> not a hard thing, but that's what the process is. So in my no. head, I had do do. I can't even do it. Stop. Stop. Yep. Because I just gave away the secrets. What you did in the shower. Uh huh. I am extremely impressed. I. It did not sound like you doing that out of your mouth. It was probably out of his butthole. Whatever. Hey. Whatever you're doing out of your butthole, out of your ear, out of your mouth. Mike, stop trying to show it. Whatever you did, that sounded like you're a songwriter. <laughs> and scene. Let's end it. Love you, Ian. Cut it off. Love you guys Thank too. You so much Love for you. Being on. Thank you guys for Thank having you. me. You're uh, the bomb. I, I don't. I can't wait to listen to this. It's gonna be great. Uh, you probably should listen to the other episodes before you listen to your own. It's Oof. gonna be great. Love you. I think we have a lot of shout outs, right? Next. Love you all. Hopefully we didn't offend anybody. I don't think so. Congrats on still living through COVID. One love. Love you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.